Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Bad people, welcome to our show. Medium people, welcome. Anyone, welcome. Because today we are going to discuss more about SEO. We are going to cover and share new insights uh, about publishing velocity and many other things. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Dimitris Drakatos. How are you? Doing great. I'm very happy to be here with you, Anatoly. Speak all things around SEO, publishing velocity, and yeah, anything more that comes up, more than excited. Yeah, a big pleasure to get you, to meet you, you know, to learn from you. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you. Yeah, sure. So, um, Dimitris, um, I'm, uh, I'm from Greece originally. I live in London, uh, but I spend also some time in Greece uh, since I'm fully remote. I have been doing SEO for the past eight to nine years, um, working for several companies, mostly startups, which is my passion. Um, a few of the companies that I have worked with uh, is um, a Revolut, Workable, uh, Peanut, um, and recently Paired, uh, which is a relationship app, the number one relationship app. Um, uh, at the moment, I'm the head of SEO and ASO, which is, of course, essential optimization and abstract optimization. Um, I have been also um, speaking on, on several conferences like uh, Brighton SEO, um, co-authored uh, a book along with uh, a few of the top uh, SEO guys out there. Um, also have been a judge on, on, on the um, drum, the drum search awards for uh, 2022. Um, and I have been also pro bono um, mentoring uh, femtech startup. Uh, founders uh, and also um, I'm I'm also helping a few people on the growth mentor side uh, again pro bono uh, since I'm kind of enjoying you know uh, spreading the uh, the knowledge and ideally learn also from from their uh, pain points and become a better marketer overall. Nice, yeah, awesome. Great experience. Love it. Love it. Okay, Dimitri, uh, let's talk about uh, ASO and ASO, you know, because uh, for me, it's like uh, two different niches. You know, it's, it's hard to be successful everywhere. I mean, like, for example, um, I usually pay more attention to ASO and can neglect pay-per-click. I understand how it works. I understand paid marketing. But when I check out all the settings, new things that are coming, I understand I can't cover them and pay attention to one specific direction. And um, uh, can you tell how you can be successful in ASO and ASO, you know, and tell our audience how they can cover two important directions because sometimes we need to unite both to get results because it's not only website optimization. Uh, apps are so popular and I don't know where people spend more time, but in apps they spend a lot of time. So can you tell how to learn both uh, and unite in one strategy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think I think um, when I first introduced you to the world of uh, ASO, was like around four years ago, back uh, on my Revolut days. Um, so ASO at that point was like fairly new. Uh, since then, uh, it has been uh, evolved a lot. Um, and of course, SEO did. Um, uh, there are some similarities, like um, you, you definitely 
have to leverage keywords uh, in order to rank higher and get more visibility and ideally more installs. But um, uh, a big a big difference uh, with with the, with the, with the SEO is that first of all, any any changes you make have a more immediate impact compared to SEO, which normally takes longer time, especially based on the competitiveness of the of its keyword and niche. Uh, but also with ASO, you have more, um, let's say, more impact uh, uh, on the conversion rate. While with SEO, of course, conversion rate plays a big role, but it's a synergy of, of multiple uh, teams, not just the, the, the SEO manager or the SEO department. Um, so I think the most important part is like, first, understand the niche and the market, um, then... Uh, think strategically, just like with um, just like we do with SEO. I think it make it makes sense to focus on keywords that uh, do make a difference, have a normal keyword difficulty, but at the same time they do make a difference. They make an impact once you rank high, um, uh, and of course, focus on the on the conversion rate. Doesn't mean that you know a high traffic or high visibility uh, translates to a lot of uh, of installs. So you need to keep this balance between um, getting this relevant traffic, but also converting it. Um, so I, th- I, th- I think this is like the, you know, the main intro and main difference. Um, of course, with, with, with um, if, if I have to, to answer your question, it's like I could talk for ages about like what things you could do to, to, to second ACO and what things you can do to succeed on ASO. But uh, if I had to choose like two, three key things, um, Although it's super limited, I think it's uh, staying relevant um, and making sure that you create uh, the the best content out there. It's still the case. I mean, with AI uh, evolution and with uh, the recent generative um, set results, uh, it's more important to make sure that your content uh, is unique and it has something that differentiates from the you know from the common set results. Adding this expertise, uh, uh, fact check or review your articles by by, by experts is always uh, a game changer. I have seen it working re- like a term over the, the past um, year or so, which I have started working um, with, with experts reviewing our um, posts. And from an ASO perspective, I think the, the most important part is um, I never settle. Try to, to to ensure that you always test things. Um, you can A/B test. You could check the conversion rate, um, and something that works now, maybe after three or four months, um, is not wor- will not be working, or at least won't get the, the the conversion rate that you previously had. So you need to make sure that you stay in the loop. You check your competitors um, every other time there's a new competitor comes uh, that comes out. In both yeah. so, so you need to beware and uh, be prepared yeah nice nice awesome yeah i know seo is a quickly changing world so many things yeah yeah exactly. Ch- yeah, yeah changing fast yeah sometimes not sometimes it's always hard to get uh, new uh, things that are coming and i usually ignore most of them because uh, we have no time to consider all new insights like uh, for example on google plus seventy thousand updates each year it's a lot yeah most of them are slight updates we can't feel them but uh, in most cases it's better to pay attention to strong signs and you know i can feel the last time 
that it's better to think more about human being, you know, about common marketing than about exactly. SEO. Yeah, because uh, human being can't understand these complex algorithms. Even uh, I remember when John Mueller uh, shared yeah. about uh, paginations <laughs> that it, it's working, but uh, it stopped working for many years because John can't know everything that is changing in SEO world. So can you tell your methods how to stay in game how to update what you have because you mentioned if something works today in three months it it's possible that it, it doesn't work so any tips about that yeah yeah i think i think um a lot of like with with, with the rise of, of um uh, twitter linkedin there are so many gurus out there sharing you know their expertise and how you could you know conquer the the rankings especially when it comes to, to seo um and, I, I get emails yeah. every single day from these gurus, you know, every single yeah, day yeah. they yeah, mail exactly. me <laughs> to sell guest yeah, posts yeah. and comment, many other things. Comment and, you know, comment, I want this and then you can get a DM. <laughs> so I think um, I think it's important to sometimes to zoom out. Uh, I believe that uh, there are some specific things that they do work no matter what. So sometimes you, people think like, oh, I need to do this and that um, while they're not, they haven't invested in the, in, the, in the most basic things, the most basic elements and best practices. So making sure that you um, um, you, you, you stay focused on, 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 these, on these important elements and sometimes zoom out and, you know, like at the beginning it was like uh, Code Vitals or Mobile First Index and then it was like Code Vitals. They recently said that Core Web Vitals is not a ranking factor. I mean, it's it's just making sure that your website is like mobile friendly, it loads pretty fast and follows and it's passing the Core Web Vitals. So, you know, it's not that simple as it sounds, but still like keep things simple and not overanalyzing sometime, uh, sometimes is, is better. At the same time, of course, you need to, to, to uh, keep updated. I'm kind of following a few uh, of the, the main uh, thought leaders out there in, regarding the, the, the SEO uh, world. Uh, just like you said, the John Mueller, um, um, there are also a few other um, guys that really do a good job. At the same time, you know, search engine roundtable, search engine round, there are some, uh, there are a few websites that they always share uh, a bunch of, of updates. So you, you, it, it's good to stay in the loop, but sometimes you need to just say, you know, I heard about it, I read about it, but still, I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm doing a good job, so, so there's no need to always changing. Uh, I think the the staying staying on a, staying on a, on alert is like more of uh, ensuring that um, you have a, a very good picture overall picture about first the uh, the competition. I always see that every other month there's a new competitor coming out, starting to invest in SEO. And of course, if you see any sudden drop, um, you need to um, have a quick uh, look around about whether there's a, uh, an update. And if you have been hit by an update, you need to understand why is that? Is it because you you have been doing some shady tactics regarding the, the use of AI? Is it something that uh, regarding the, your core web vitals, like you 
you have been consistently failing passing the core by web vital. So you need to definitely invest and improve your score in order to be, you know, uh, okay by the next update. So I think these are the most typical things and the most important things that you need to take uh, into consideration um, every time. Um, at least this is what I'm doing. I'm, I try not to over-focus on, on the everyday things, but only on the most important things that um, make a difference at the end of the day. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, I love it. I think focusing is the most important element in SEO, in digital marketing, everywhere. If you yeah. have something that works, stay with that. No, stay with that. Exactly, update. exactly. Yeah, for example, uh, I saw some experts just implement one strategy and that worked well. For example, Farid Kazoni, he's uh, great with uh, PR. Yeah, he, exactly. He doesn't cover skyscraper, yeah, guest posted. Yeah, he he uh, does only PR and he, he's the best on that. So, uh, and I think it's okay if you pay attention to something that works and update. Uh, and uh, I remember when Neil Patel told me uh, that uh, he doesn't learn SEO news. Uh, if uh, he implements what works well for him, but if something changes, he can open the round table. You mentioned this resource and can analyze yeah. what, what's going on <laughs> and to think how to adapt that yeah so yeah yeah uh, this is this is the case i think the most important part is like not over focusing on the on the on the things that um people may consider like working or something that works for you maybe doesn't work for me right so it makes more sense to to make sure that you know i'm not going to um test multiple things because at the end of the day you want you know, if, if you're testing every time multiple things, if you're changing things, at the end of the day, um, you'll end up uh, with mediocre result, uh, results or at least you, you, you won't make, be sure what's, what has been working or not, right? Maybe you'll see a spike, but if you have tested 10 or 12 different things, you'll see like, okay, but <laughs> what, what was the, the reason about this spike? Was it the, the, the first thing, the second, the third, or like the 12th? Yeah. Okay. We have a good question about uh, software, uh, even more about tools. I think yeah, we can extend to tools because I think it's hard to go ahead without tools. You know, I use yeah. a bunch of tools. I love many of them, but I don't rely a hundred percent to any tool. Uh, they just show the way. And if you have experience, you can combine, you can, you can mix exactly, exactly. experience. With tools. So list your tools that you must have, you know, in your uh, daily routine and yeah, how to use them. Yeah, I think, I think the most, uh, like the most um, important tool that I'm, I'm using always uh, in, on, on, on a daily basis uh, is Ahrefs when it comes to keyword researching and competitor research. I think this is the, the tool that I, I, I personally use. I could also use another tool like uh, SMRAS, but I prefer uh, the, u- the user experience um, of, of Ahrefs. Um, I have recently, like the past uh, well, year or so, playing around with tools like uh, ClearScope and Phrase. Um, these two tools um, are really great um, when it comes to actually ensuring that your uh, content um, is on a very, very high level. I used to create an SEO brief for its keyword 
and then I have been testing everything and uh, checking the draft by the from the writers uh, with clear scope or or phrase uh, depending of course on your budget. I have been using it for different projects based on the budget they have because clear scope is a bit more expensive. Um, uh, I have I have seen that they help me kind of um, spend less time on uh, reviewing the 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 draft of the. Uh, um, of the of the writer just because um, I pass uh, the brief and the clear scope or phrase link, so I kind of already um, uh, see a grade, the content grade uh, score, and this uh, makes me understand whether you know we're on, on 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 the correct road or we need to make uh, adjustments. Um, of course, there are tools. Um, like um, Search Console that you definitely need to take into consideration as well uh, on a daily basis. Um, I'm, I'm on a search to, to, to see if there is another tool that could replace Google Analytics. Like I use Universal Analytics, but now with J4, like it's a nightmare. I hate them. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. your opinion, but I, I really hate them. I, I'm, I'm kind of every time I'm trying to find a way to um, create a new report that was uh, like, you know, um, just a f- five seconds report uh, on universal analytics. Now it takes out of time. And in a few cases, um, this report doesn't exist. Um, so, yeah, I think I think these are the tools. I also, um, sorry, another tool that I'm also using is Keyword, keyword Insight. Uh, both uh, from some keyword clustering, but also I have been using their free um, 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 feature of, of SERP analysis. So I'm kind of, uh, <coughs> excuse me, of uh, analyzing uh, the, the SERP similarity of a few keywords. Uh, again, normally uh, um, my, my approach always when it comes to choosing keyword, uh, choosing tools is first, you know, uh, making sure that um, I get the most of them on a good price because sometimes, you know, it's overpriced or at least making sure that um, the company or the project that I'm working for um, is aligned with the price. Like you could go pretty high with a, a tool, but sometimes you don't need, you can do, you can get the same, the same features with, with uh, um, a lower price, but the same uh, um, value with another tool. Uh, and also how they help me to save time to cut, you know, my, my, my time because at the end of the day you need to uh, make sure that you kind of um, automate a few things, a few processes, and things like, for example, checking two or three keywords uh, whether they have a good, um, the same similarity score, um, so you could cover it with uh, with one page instead of multiple pages. If there's a tool that I just load the keywords and they pass me the same similarity score. It's fine. I don't need to do it manually. So, yeah. Uh, I know there are so many tools out there, but I think these are the, the, the tools that I kind of uh, use on a daily basis. Yeah. And I have yeah. seen making the difference uh, on, 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 on my productivity when it comes yeah. to SEO. Yeah. By the way, uh, I used GA for, for a long time. You know, I decided <laughs> to spend uh, some time every single day on this tool, you know, yeah. And I think, yeah, it's not user-friendly, but if you spend time, you can learn all these features, you know. 
um, it's just uh, it's more about spending time on this tool to practice to click all buttons yeah yeah we have yeah. been uh, we have been using universal analytics for ages so it's like you know um, even if you buy a car a new car and you have been driving the same car for 15 years yeah. <laughs> you know it will be like um, a real nightmare um, unless it's a ferrari you know <laughs> if it's if it's an upgrade <laughs> it's fine but uh, sometimes you you see you see this downgrade so you need yeah. to spend time just like you said and be patient yeah okay i want to ask about another tool you mentioned a few times about ai i spoke with jeff coyle on my podcast co-founder of mm. market muse and he told me that in the future we'll have three companies the first company will develop ai the second company will implement AI, uh, as I usually do, and uh, the third company will be obsolete. Who can leave the trade? Forget about <laughs> market. And uh, you mentioned that about AI, and you mentioned about uh, uh, creating content. I think you know content still king. Yeah. Uh, so uh, nothing works without great content. And uh, if you can neglect everything, you can't neglect contact. For example, I know some companies can. Uh, forget yeah. about link building, but when you have strong benchmark authority, probably you don't need it, you know, so you can go ahead without that. So it depends on yeah, yeah, what yeah, you exactly. have about your authority. So can you tell about content and AI? Because you mentioned both. And uh, I think uh, <laughs> what I usually see when content creators use generic prompts create generic content like how to play guitar how to lose weight no. yeah. I, I think you, you can find much better results uh, on google you know if you type these keywords but if you use the right prompts you can create real unique and interesting content can you tell your methods how to use ai uh, to create high quality content yeah yeah definitely um i have been like just everyone i have been playing around with ai over the past uh, months um uh, by the time uh, GPT came out, like previously there were like other tools like uh, CopAI, Jasper, and many other tools that were leveraging um, AI. Uh, but I think with ChatGPT, it was this, you know, uh, big, big, big boom. Uh, big, uh, and uh, all of the startup founders were like, you know, yeah, definitely let's replace the writers with uh, AI and why not using AI and all these things. So I had to, you know, get familiarized more. Um, I'm using it on, on most of the projects that I'm, I'm either, you know, um, uh, working on my main job or like some consultations. But I think the most important part is to ensure that you have um, uh, a good visibility. Um, just like you said, you need to have top-notch content. So, um Using AI could be uh, a game changer in order to work on the publishing velocity, in order to um, um, uh, create content with less budget, especially for commerce that don't have uh, that much budget. I uh, have also seen that a lot of um, that over the past years, the, the, the content writers and managers have been charging really high prices, even for an article. Like I have seen prices like five, six, seven hundred dollars uh, per article which you know um it's too much especially for a small company that just starts uh that they they're on a seed round or they have just raised their series a and they they start they, they, they want to start investing in, in seo but they cannot justify this this huge amount of 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 investment you know especially if you have to compare with paid 
acquisition, which is from day one, you see results. So I think um, AI could definitely uh, help you, but I'm always introducing a step where you have the first draft with, with, with AI, but then there's a step with an actual writer, an actual reviewer, uh, going the, te the text, uh, reviewing everything. Sometimes I have seen errors. Sometimes I have seen some specific um, uh, repetitions. Good luck with that. Something like that. They're always closing with good luck and something mm -hmm. like this. So you need to make sure that you 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 the, the text uh, looks like more human and at the same time it's fact checked because um, maybe there are errors. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm using it. I'm I'm very in favor. And I think um, it's inevitable. Uh, I've seen a tweet a few months ago saying that uh, AI won't replace your 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 job. Uh, it will only replace the job of of a, mar of a marketer that uh, won't learn how to to leverage it. So it's just a matter of finding a way to leveraging it. And just like you said, prompts are the 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 holy grail. Um, if there are so many. Um, uh, prompts already out there. There are so many plugins that can make your life easier. But my suggestion would be start testing your own prompts. Start see you know play around and see what's working for you. And if it works, if it produces the correct result, then stick on it and keep using it. Um, I have been using it every day for different stuff from you know some inspiration or some rewrites or even like shoot me with, with uh, five different meta titles or meta description um, yeah. ideas so I could, you know. Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, you know, it's interesting. Them. Yeah, about prompts, um, I check out time to time uh, best practices about prompts, but mm -hmm. I can use only one time. Then uh, I need to play more, you know, to yeah, yeah. clarify to ask anything. Sometimes I can quit the chat, open new one because I can't explain in one chat. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's it, it, it's trial and error for sure. You, you cannot just have uh, one prompt and say like, yeah, yeah, let's use this prompt and then I'll, I'll just have a, a super correct, accurate and optimized text. This doesn't work for, mm -hmm. for this. Yeah. Um... Uh, Jimmy, I want to ask you about Publishing velocity. Can you explain yeah. uh, what does it mean for our audience uh, and how it can help uh, in SEO? Yeah. So, publishing velocity is like um, the, um, in in simple wo uh, term, in simple words, um, how how much content you are making live on a weekly, monthly basis. Let's say. Um, uh, I think like I, I have been using this term um, over the past three years and also testing this and it really works. Um, the, the, the strategy behind this is uh, kind of simple. If you think about it is that um, if you have, if, if you want to um, compete with um, uh, on a market, which uh, is already kind of mature and it's like, uh, a lot of competition, and if you want to make an, to get to make an impact um, as fast as you can, um, you need to think uh, um, of strategies that um, and also and, and there are many uh, examples of of domains that are not that strong. 
we're not talking about a domain that has like 80, 90 domain rating and authority, then in that case, then it's fine. But in, in the real world, domain authorities could be anything between 20 to 30 to 40. That means that you need to make sure that um, you, 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 you're thinking, thinking out, out of the box and you're focusing on the low-hanging fruits. So with publishing velocity, in simple terms, you kind of leveraging uh, the, the, the keywords. So you kind of create a, a keyword pool uh, with rele relevant keywords. You create topic clusters and you start publishing uh, a lot. So that means you instead of publishing five articles on a monthly basis, you go with 20, 30, 40, 50, depending on your budget, depending on your resources. Um, and this helps you a lot with first having more chances to get uh, high rankings uh, faster. And of course, uh, at the end of the day, build this um, 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 authority, this topical authority. And by that, I mean, imagine if you have like identified 100 keywords as your uh, main target, the main focus for the next uh, year. If you start writing about five keywords on a monthly basis, you these five keywords have an X traffic potential. Um, so the maximum traffic you can get if you are the first result for, for its keyword. And your chances, maybe you have like 20% of chances being the first uh, result. If you go, the, however, if you go from these five keywords to 50, you could see that, you know, this traffic potential increases so much. And even if your chances decrease of ranking as a first page result, so the number of um, articles being on the first page decrease, which makes sense, and go from the 20% to 10%, still 10% of, I don't know, 1 million compared to, uh, of 1 million traffic potential compared to 20% um, of, I don't know, 50K traffic potential is significantly higher. At the same time, this has also some um, other benefits like you create a lot of content, a lot of relevant content. So that means more and better internal link building. Um, uh, you, you're covering a, a topic uh, faster. So you, you create these topic clusters and this topical authority. And at the end of the day, you have more content. So someone is visiting your website and sees a lot of content instead of just five or 10 articles. Uh, they, they, they navigate and they go through tens or dozens of articles. Uh, which is super important uh, for both users and Google. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell how to create uh, a lot of content at scale? You mentioned that uh, it's better to create many articles, uh, 20, 30. I think, yeah, it depends on the resources that you have. Uh, but it's hard. It's really hard to control uh, the process. I mean, mm -hmm. like to manage the process, uh, to create high quality content because I often see this gap when I uh, give my clients, for example, a list of mm. keywords, uh, I cluster them. And when they create a lot of content, uh, they lose quality, you know, because uh, uh, I usually tell them it's better uh, to create one piece of content. If you can't improve it, go ahead, create a new piece of content. But if you are going to write like 10 articles a week uh, and if it's hard for you it's better to decrease the number of articles so can you tell your methods how to manage the process that you get high quality content in the end 
Yeah, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of um, um, creating some uh, strict processes. That means um, there are multiple stages when um, that, that 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 start from the um, keyword research and the SUB for its keyword creation to uh, the draft uh, from the writer, um, the SEO review, um, um, especially when it comes to um, when I'm working with um, uh, a brand at the very beginning, I'm always including someone from the brand team or someone that is an expert um, uh, as a stage for this uh, process to, to ensure that they, they, they review the article, they review the page, uh, both from um, a tone of voice, a brand perspective, but also from um, an actual facts perspective. Um, also, very important part of this is um, ensuring that you that you are using you are using kind of the same people. Um, for example, I've seen um, a lot of um, a lot of companies trying to um, find the cheapest writer or like the cheapest solution or like, you know, testing multiple writers. Um, I, it's okay when you start, but once you find someone who, or like a, a bunch of people who really, who are really good, I think the most important part is like maintain this relationship because first you, you make sure that uh, these writers um, have a deep understanding about your brand, about your tone of voice, about your products, about all your services. Also, as an SEO guy, you you can have a better communication. They know your approach through you know the first one or two months. You, they have already received your feedback, so they're kind of uh, already understanding how you approach um, the, the SEO for articles. Um, and this result this results to less back and forth. I have seen companies you know doing the opposite, ending up with uh, so many. Um, um, uh, reviews of of, uh, of 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 unfinished drafts with um need or or with, or with drafts that need uh, heavily rewriting. So yeah, consistency on 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 the people you are collaborating with, and building strict procedures that always include um, a stage, especially the beginning a stage of someone to from which is an expert to review the actual uh, copy. Uh, can be key uh, for your success. And at the end of the day, although I'm talking about the publishing velocity, the increased publishing velocity, um, if you think that you can't have um, um, these processes with, I don't know, 10 or 20 articles on a monthly basis, try to reduce a bit the amount, but making sure that your content is um, really uh, high quality because... There's so many, there's there's so much competition out there, and so many websites that need to be on the on the front front line. So, um, yeah, if if you if you offer like uh, average quality content, then it's difficult to 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 rank uh, high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I wanna ask about your book. You know, it's interesting that I love reading books. I spend so much time by reading books. Uh, I do it daily, but I can't read a teeny percent of books that I want to read. <laughs> you know, so many great books are there. You know, I love them, but my 
time is limited 16 hours a day i need to sleep eight hours and i need to yeah. do some another job <laughs> so yeah uh, i still have time i share this time because for me it's important to get foundation from books and i love this content more than blog articles audio podcasts uh, uh, anything because you no know, book offers usually spend like six months and a year to write a single book you know uh, foundation is there uh, and uh, i read a lot of marketing books and uh, i can even some books uh, were written uh, for marketing not digital marketing but i can relate all these insights to digital you know i can feel that the human psychology is the same just technologies change so I want to ask about your book, you know, in-house SEO success. Can you give me benefits and to my audience what kind of uh, benefits we, we can get by reading your book? Uh, how it can help us to go ahead, to find the right direction uh, and, yeah, to improve results that we have? Yeah, definitely. So, um, actually, the second book um, that I have co-authored, um, it's the third book of, uh, of this series. So, um, uh, Blueberry, which is like uh, the, the top ASCO agency in, uh, in, in the UK and among the top in, the, in Europe, have been uh, doing this initiative for the past three years. So, they started working with um, um, top experts, ASCO experts around the world um, to offer their, um, their hints, their tips, tell their story. Each one of them, of us, share their story. Um, uh, on how to succeed uh, when you're doing SEO on uh, on a um, on a on a company in house. Um, in simple terms, it's just like a book sharing uh, real real time stories, real stories from SEO uh, challenges that they have faced and and um, um, uh, use cases and also um, achievements. Um, I really think that is very um, could be very productive for an SEO guy uh, that works in house. It could be also for someone who who works on a, on, a, on an agency side, but especially for for um, people working in house doing in house SEO. I think it's very it would be a very beneficial book just because um, it it has stories from real stories. Like you could you know you could read things on the internet and some of them are not real or you could say someone yeah yeah i have uh, done this thing and quadrupled my traffic in three months yeah it's fine but you know these guys um uh, <laughs> among those guys it's also me we kind of share um um some case studies um for example i have i have uh, the, the the two case studies that i have shared where how to build, how to go from obscurity to 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 some millions of traffic on a, on on a year, and or like how to handle um, 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 a high um, 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 a high growth website uh, once you kind of uh, of reach these these millions of traffic, and I actually share you know um, the, my my story um, and share tips. Uh, on how I achieved it and what I did next. So definitely it's something that uh, would be beneficial. I'm not saying that is, you know, uh, the best book ever. Uh, definitely 
um, it's just a book, so we cannot include you know hours of of of, of um, expertise. But still, like um, it's a very good entry point for someone who is doing um, uh, in-house SEO. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Got it. Okay, guys, I'll submit the link to this book in the description. Um, wanna find time as well, so it's on my list. I wanna get these benefits. And I have final question. Uh, you know, my final question about your experience. You know, I found that I usually get high results with customers who understand SEO. If they understand, we can cooperate together. We can speak one language, you know, to find the right strategy. And clients know why we need to create high quality content, what kind of content to create, why it's important to think more about traffic value than just to get this traffic or uh, high ranking positions, many things. But if they don't, I usually tell them, take my course, learn from Lily Ray, Jeff Coyle, Mike Phillips, Chelsea Alves, many great experts who film videos or uh, wrote articles for my course, or go to YouTube, Google, doesn't matter, just learn. Uh, learn, get the basic, understand how it works. It's the same like how to lose weight. Yeah, If you hire the best coach and don't know why you need to eat healthy food, to drink water, I'm not sure it can help you, you know, to lose this weight. I want to ask about your experience. Let's imagine it's your first day in SEO. You didn't work mm-hmm. in any agency. You know about Google that you, it can help you to find <laughs> anything online, but you don't know how it's ranking just completely from scratch. What will you do today to learn more about SEO? Yeah, I think that um, the most important part is uh, the trial and error. I always say, especially with the rise of AI, I think it's pretty easy to set up your own blog and start testing things. Of course, you need to have the fundamentals. Uh, there are um, a lot of um, SEO tools that they have their own SEO Academy, ACMRAS, Ahrefs, Moz. You could choose anything. So you can get the fundamentals from them. Like, you know, what is SEO? What are What is on-page SEO? What is off-page? Technical? What things I need to, to do? So you get the fundamentals and then you start applying things and testing things, um, um, no matter you know um, how 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 much how, how much info you read um, and you consume out, uh, from from sources out there, like either it's like a blog or um, an expert or it's Twitter or it's like a a paid consultation or a paid video or anything. Um, you at some point you need to you know to to get your hands dirty and do your job uh, do the job on your own. So my simple recommendation is like get the fundamentals from an online course or two online courses, then go to Wix, create a, a blog about a niche, use AI, rewrite a bit the article <clears throat> and start creating blog posts uh, and see how it performs. See what you're doing correct, what you're, what you're doing wrong, uh, what what what, what uh, how to analyze the data from search console so this type of stuff um are the things that at the end of the day you'll end up doing when you're on an agency or um in-house as a very junior seo guy so i think this this should be the the primer when you start yeah yeah i agree i couldn't agree more i think you know if you just learn and do nothing, you get nothing, you know, because 
any great sportsman, they practice more. Cristiano Ronaldo exactly. ball a thousand times a day then <laughs> to read books how to play soccer. You know, I think, yeah. Uh, in SEO, it's the same. Uh, you can learn everything, but we have short memory. People forget fast about new things. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like for a few days, you can forget. I can forget for a few hours. Just tell me something new. I will forget. <laughs> but, but if you implement, if you experiment, if you test, and even exactly. more, you can you can fail. I usually fail all the time. You know, uh, for example, when I started PR, I learned a lot from Ferry Kazoo and many other great experts. I learned uh, many best practices. I wrote a bunch of press releases, pitched them, and got zero. <laughs> but I learned how it works. I adapted. I hired experts who can write great press release. I hired specialists who can distribute them. And we got mentions on CNN, Forbes, many other great websites because of knowing the process and cooperating with great exactly. people. Yeah. You, 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 you've done, you know, your errors, you learn from them. And, you yeah. know, next time you saw that, you know, all oh, this didn't work or yeah, this works. So I'm just following this road, right? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, people love to build high expectations. If you do something new, you can build, wow, I can get a million traffic, a lot of results. <laughs> but it's not related to SEO. I think it's not related to anything, uh, including SEO. Because uh, if you uh, start something new, you compete with someone who spent decades on this game. You can't compete, but it takes time. They, you need to be patient and you need to adapt and change the game. If you use generic strategies, you can't succeed. Yeah, definitely. Jimmy, it's a big pleasure to get in my show, to learn from you. You're so kind to share this valuable insights. I'm going to read your book. Uh, I'll put to my list. Uh, I recommend to anyone to, to read uh, this book. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Great. Thanks. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me here. It was a nice discussion. And yeah, uh, I think the best way to somebody to contact me is like either on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'll put my personal website, which is uh, dimitrisdrakatos.com. Um, I'm not very active when it comes to uh, creating posts. Uh, so I have like some old posts there, but definitely there are some some that could be helpful for someone to start, like some primers, some SEO primers. But I think for now, the best medium is uh, either LinkedIn or um, Twitter. Yeah, by the way, Fred's is coming. So <laughs> it's a new <laughs> yeah, social I, media. I already have my account there. So yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I registered my account and got 16 followers. I don't know how these people follow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think they have created this correlation between uh, the the threads on the Instagram account. So yeah, um, there's Mark. You know, they're kind of leveraging the the user base they have on on, on Instagram. Yeah, it's interesting to see how it works. And uh, one thing exactly you can't find on threads, I'm pretty sure 100%, you will never find any tweets from Elon Musk on threads. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because on Twitter, I always get his tweets uh, on my feed. Uh, Jimmy, it's a big pleasure. Thanks again. Uh, Same here. Uh, 
yeah, fun and valuable guys you can find the link to LinkedIn account, to Twitter, and probably Fred's uh, website in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.